What's up everybody, welcome back to the channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, or welcome to another audio. If you're watching this on pod, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, etc. Well, but most importantly, whatever you're watching it on, welcome to another episode of Autism Talk with Lil Clay Clay. With me, your host, Lil Clay Clay. So, um, please excuse if the audio isn't any better. Um, I just got a new editing software and I am actually just now learning to use it. I am also um, <clears throat> hoping to get a new mic for Christmas because this mic is that I'm using really is mainly for beginners, but if you guys will just bear with me, so before that I'm going to do my usual, um, let's start this up, starting with this episode with a word of prayer. Um, dear Lord, I thank you for giving me the time to do this episode. I pray for everyone watching that they're filled up with wisdom, Lord, and learn a little more about Autism Lord, in your name we pray, amen. So like, um, <clears throat> today we're going to be talking about a little bit about like sensitivities, not actual sensitivities, but basically sensitivities like, like what might upset an autistic person compared to a regular or regular person, as I should say. Um, and then also we're going to, sorry, I had a little head itch there. Um, and um, I would say what do, what wouldn't upset an autistic person like a regular, but would upset a regular person. So um, let's go with something as far as loud noises. So I'll start that off with a little story. So when I started my first year in kindergarten, I'll explain that in another episode. Um, podcast episode, but um, I was really kind of scared of the alarm. I did not like it whenever it went off. I believe now it's because the enemy, literally, I promise everyone here I'm telling the truth, the enemy had made me think that the fire alarm had this, the light on it had this evil grin to it, but um, that really did bother me about mostly throughout my year of public school and then the private school I went to for a while. Um, they would have to give me a heads up that there was going to be a fire drill whenever they knew about it, because obviously they don't always tell everyone when the fire drill is going to happen. And um, they also, and every time I did that, I literally would cover my ears wondering when's it going to go off, when's it going to go off, which is funny because in fourth grade, I'd say maybe, maybe fifth grade, I started to have a passion for um, uh outdoor alarms like you know the alarms that you hear when there's like an air raid attack um ones like that um <clears throat> nowadays i've pretty much gotten used to it so i'm swallowing a lot i actually have a bit of a messed up throat and also some drainage from sleeping and um <clears throat> Yeah, nowadays, it doesn't really bother me too much. I still like it when people give me a heads up on when it's going to go off. But now, I'm pretty much okay with it. I even kind of have a passion for fire alarms now. So, um... But anyway... <sighs> getting a little tired today. But, um... <clears throat> I'd say, like, another thing would be kind of, like... This is kind of why they consider autism to be a social disability. I would say sometimes if I'm amongst um, 
long crowds um, or like lots of people sometimes I might even though I'm a very sociable person there are times I might need to go in like a space where there's not a lot of people or maybe go somewhere where it's just nice and quiet or put in like maybe my earbuds or my headphones to kind of keep me from having like mental breakdowns or um, I'd say maybe like just getting really 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 upset um, you know sometimes if I play music that helps me sometimes if I go somewhere else you know all the things um, <clears throat> um, I'd say, um, one other thing would definitely be somebody maybe like, maybe nudging my shoulders saying, hey, you need to go on and maybe like, um, like, or just like telling you, like giving you a little bit of a push to, hey, you need to go on or like maybe following me, something like that, um, <clears throat> I hate it when people like will try to like nudge me or like, usher me around like I know where to go, I don't need you to push me or touch me. Um Um Like I think it's because because they're kinda of trying to control me, which I know sometimes they're not, but I know there's times when people do try to control you because they think you're Basically, because you're autistic or have Down syndrome or cerebral palsy, you can't do things on your own, which you really can. Um, the next thing I would say um, is maybe um, um, if somebody were to kind of tell me how to do something or like kind of boss me around, I've actually had that happen. At my job, I don't want to give too much detail because I'm over it now and I don't want to hurt the person's feelings. But um, somebody was kind of telling me how to work on a dehumidifier because that's my job at the place where I got to take apart the machines they use and fix them. Like, tell me how to do it. And, like, I did end up maybe being a bit of a tattletale and telling the manager on them. And um, it messed me up because, like, it's one thing to try to help someone and say, hey, you might want to try this, you know. But just walk up to them, boss them around, and kind of um, try to tell them how to do their job that they've done probably longer than that person has. It kind of really makes me upset. I feel like, you know, <clears throat> you know, mind your own business. But, um, um, you know, we whenever we are upset about something, it might take us a while, like, or half the day, but there are some small things to where... We can get over it pretty quickly, um, you know, you know, next day, maybe you know it, it's a new day, let's not worry about it anymore. You know, I still am pretty cautious, but still, it's something about something that's gonna, something that happened the day before when I wake up out of bed in the morning is gonna happen again, but, you know, that's the other thing, you know, it is what it is, and there's nothing that I can really change about it, um. But, um, so I feel like I'm expecting my, I have a cat now, and I expect, and I, literally, I expect her any moment to jump in here and try to get me to pet her. She wants so much attention, I don't know where she is now. I've covered most of her hiding spots, wherever I look, she's, um, somewhere else, but, um, excuse that, that's my phone. But, um, there are some of the things that relate to those things that don't really, like, bother me, or... 
diff, uh, could be a different situation with that thing, like, that I know it's okay, I don't need to get upset, or it just doesn't bother me at all, for example. So, I was actually at some church friend's house, and some people who used to go to my church came over to the house, and I remember there was this baby, it was a really cute baby, he starts crawling up to me, and the next thing you know, the baby um, grabs my leg, and if somebody were to just walk up and do that, like, just to scare me, like, Leave that to bother me, I would get mad, but this time, like, that's the thing, we're smart, we know, hey, this is a baby, it doesn't, it's not trying to be mean, like, this baby wanted to be my friend, and I honestly thought, it actually was pretty funny, um, it's kind of like seeing, like, one of many God's, many of God's creations after birth, um, I'd say, um, another thing, for me personally, this could be for other autistic people, and it's also for regular people in general, but like, this makes this one of the things that makes me mad the most. Um, it seemed like a friend or a family member be bullied. Um, I've had that happen with my brother once at a soccer practice. Like, I, had to, I told the team member several times that, um, that I, had to that he had to talk to him because my brother is deaf he doesn't understand he was just pretty much just nudging him away like didn't even bother to tell him where to go and that really really upset me um i actually may have sort of did something i shouldn't have done <laughs> but um i know that despite all this stuff that happens i know there's one person who does know what i'm going through knows like okay i can see why this he's kind of friendly he's kind of a friend you can trust, like, he's looking down upon you and, say, and saying, wow, man, wow, Clay, and I can really see um how this upsets you, like, I really can't blame you, and that person is God, um, because a lot of times I have prayed, um, um, about stuff like that, praying that it doesn't happen again, um, and I know that if it does, he's with me every step of the way, and I also know there are people in situations worth them, worse than what I just mentioned, people who are kidnapped, many other things that they happen to them when they're kidnapped that I'm not going to say because I'm trying to make this podcast as family-friendly as possible, um, and, um, But yeah, um, let me think. What would another thing? Let look like I think. What would another thing be that would upset um, an autistic person? I would say another thing is maybe touching something that belongs to me, or maybe getting nervous about possibly them maybe like that they're gonna break it. Um, that was another thing that bothered me in my work. The guy was also kind of like he was touching the machine, like turning it on and stuff, and like I ended up unplugging it. He didn't man. He managed not to turn it on thankfully but um because if he did most likely the it would have triggered the pump which would have shot out water onto the floor because I didn't have the hose hooked up I was just putting it away I guess to an autistic person that's kind of the end of the world or if you lose something that can be kind of like an end of the world feeling to an autistic person as well um and it's hard to kind of get used to that it's hard to kind of um learn that say hey it's okay they're not gonna do anything to it um but you, know, you just gotta you just gotta get through it. you just gotta remember that god will always be there and and always will be with you um hmm.
sorry, y'all, for some reason I'm yarning a lot today. Um, but yeah, um, right, move my teeth around a little. Um, another thing I'd say would make me nervous would be one time when my when we first got my cat. Um, she had X. She had, and this is why my parents gave me the cat. Um, she tends to have accidents, um, kind of on purpose, and she, of course, did it in my bedroom. And I didn't clean up right away because I didn't know where the smell was coming from, what it was. But I managed to figure out that that's what the smell was, and I managed to sweep them off the floor. The smell stayed around for a bit, but then I ended up being able to get rid of it um, with the can with the candle. I also thought about possibly putting another diffuser in my bedroom as well. Um, I've had those Airwick diffusers and as much as I like them, they are kind of hard to use. Uh, but yeah. Um, sorry, I heard something. That's another thing. Um, we'll talk about some what could be a distraction for an autistic person. We'll talk about that in another episode as well. Um, yeah, what's funny is I remember looking for my cat and wondering because the only thing that made me nervous was like where she was. Would she somehow get out of the house when I wasn't looking? And um, literally, she was in my um, in one of my cabinets where my when one of my I think one of my crock pots were and. She was hiding behind it, and I literally, I just looked back there, so she literally, because she's a black cat, she was literally blending into the darkness. Um, it literally was, was, and she was not happy when I found her. Um, but, uh, and I think now I'm going to be discussing, like, why these small things can upset an autistic person, um, and how like we learn to deal with them um i would say um it's not on purpose if that makes sense like and it could be like because it's a we're kind of a bit more sensitive than your average person um like because of how we could react sometimes like Especially when it comes to like being told what to do or ushered somewhere, um, you feel like you. It makes you feel like you're kind of trapped. I think that's what gives us that kind of end of the world feeling when something like that happens. You feel like somebody won't listen to you. You forget that there is someone that listens to you, and it is indeed our Lord and Savior. Um, I'd say another thing, like I'd say, you makes you kind of feel disrespected, maybe not recognized, maybe outspoken. Because I do feel like the autism community is very well outspoken. Um, and um, it could be like you think something's going to happen. For example, sometimes like at my work, I get nervous that if I... Those times I might need to take it easy to keep me from getting upset or if I need, I need some downtime because I'm getting frustrated by a machine... And I get so nervous that, you know, I'm going to get fired. They're going to want to pull me inside and say, hey, you know, unfortunately, we're going to just not put enough work. We're going to have to let you go. But I don't believe, I won't believe now I'm going anywhere anytime soon. I do believe they love having me there, which is good because it's also my dream job. But, um, 
I think it's also just hard for us to think like, okay, what's going on in the situation? What's happening? That's another problem along with many other things um, that I'll be discussing in, in other episodes of this podcast. Um, sometimes it's because we don't really also have an understanding on what's happening. Like, we don't understand what the person is doing. Um, we don't understand. It's not the end of the world. We don't understand they're not trying to hurt something or hurt you. Or tell you what, or be mean to you when they tell you to do something. But, um, despite this, um, we do learn to get through it. We do learn to understand at some point. We do remember that we can talk to God about it. If we feel like this situation where we're uncomfortable, we can literally ask God, okay, God, what do you want me to do? You know? Do I need to stand up for myself or that person? Um, is it really, are they really doing what I think they're doing? Can I walk away from it? If they're doing something that I just simply don't like, I remember that I need to, you know, tell them, hey, this is the, you're doing something that I don't really like. If you could please maybe not do that. And um, I feel like that's the other thing, stress. We don't know what's gonna happen. Like sometimes I get scared that they're gonna tell me, no, you're just gonna have to get over it. Um, or for instance, so I've been spending the night at my parents' house for a while and it was becoming a bit hard because after I started living on my own, I don't have anyone to drive me to work. So I was starting to do it um, pretty much once every Monday, and I didn't mind it too much. But it became a bit harder when my when a bit hard started to become hard because there's things like there were things I couldn't do, like laundry or. You know, if I got an indoor pet, I wouldn't be able to take care of it. And people might think, you know, it's just one day. Um, that can be kind of hard. Like, and still, like one day could. It could be like two days or three days when it comes to taking care of a household pet. And I want. And of course, one day I finally prayed about it. Like, you know, Lord, do I need to talk to my parents about it? And I did. And we ended up working something out to where. I only do two days a week, and then I also am going to be working full-time, which is something I actually have been wanting to do for a while. Um, so hopefully if I keep having to switch days again, I'll still work full-time. But yeah, despite that, though, we managed to get through the stress, the anxiety, the whenever the enemy tries to make our brains, we see something that to us like the end of the world. We remember that, hey, it's not the end of the world. You know, we... There's nothing to be upset about. If there's a problem, we need to talk to someone. But yeah, that's pretty much um, the end of this um, podcast episode. Um, I hope everyone was filled with a little enlightenment. I'm sorry, I didn't really write anything down like I wanted to for this episode. I just felt like maybe I've been planning to do this episode for a while, so I figured I maybe should go ahead and do it. But that, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you did, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., don't forget to follow me so you'll be able to see more new episodes as they begin to come. And with that, I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.